Welcome to this next episode of the Invincible Podcast. Today we're speaking on hope, and I'm sure you've said it. I hope I pass this exam. I hope the doctor gives me good news. I hope I get that promotion. But what does hope really mean? Is it just merely wishful thinking, playing against all odds? According to the Oxford Dictionary, hope means when expectation and desire is combined. So what are you expecting? What are you desiring? What are you hoping for? A beautiful story for me of hope is found in the story of Abraham. In Romans 4, we read that he said, it says, Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed, and so became the father of many nations. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. What a beautiful thing to be said about him. And going back to the beginning, it says, against all hope, Abraham and hope believed. And I think when we trust God for something that he says, it's easy to be hopeful and to have trust and to believe. Our faith cannot be based on a maybe or a perhaps or even my own ability to do something about it. But our hope must always be based in the ability that God has to do what he has promised. And I think that's key. He did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God. And that's often where I find myself slipping up, where I hope for something, but it's not really something that God said. It's just something that I desire or really kind of wishful thinking for some outcome that I'm, be, that I've, that I'm wishing for. And then reading further along in Romans in chapter 15, from verse 4, it says, Everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. And therein lies the key. Scripture was not only given as a guideline or a rule book, if you will, but it's actually there to encourage us and to teach us endurance so that we might have hope. And I often find myself in a place that I'm hopeless because I don't know what the scripture says about this situation or even what God's word or God's promise is in that situation. Recently, we've really had a couple of friends and family members going through difficult times, um, bad health and bad news from the doctor, not a good diagnosis. And I've just seen how people who truly trust God and have placed their faith in Him have hope, irrespective of the reality of that situation. And in the current climate that we face as a country and just all the drama that's been around these last few, few weeks, I think really as South Africans, we cannot afford to lose hope. As believers, we cannot afford to lose hope because we know the one that brings us hope. We know that he gives us encouragement. He gives us endurance. And therefore, we can hope because we can trust him. Just a bit further on in Romans 15 from verse 13, it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's the second thing I think is that the Holy Spirit gives us that hope. We don't have the ability to hope in our own strength and in our own reality. We need to overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
And I think also God gifts us with hope as we trust in Him. And the second thing I've seen is that people who are hopeful are joyful. Their joy is their strength. And I know we all quote that scripture to each other, the joy of the Lord is my strength. But what does that mean? What does true joy mean? Does it mean that I have to laugh at everything, laugh about everything and never be serious? No. Abraham faced the reality and he still did not waver in his faith. And it's the same with that joy. That joy is not dependent on my circumstances, not dependent on how well life is treating me. It's a deep-seated, inexpressible joy that comes from knowing our God. 1 Peter 1 verse 8 says it so beautifully. It says, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. How beautiful is that? And Paul countless times encourages the believers to rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Jeremiah says, I will turn their mourning into gladness. And that is what Christ has come. He has filled us with an inexpressible and glorious joy because of our salvation in him, because of what he has done on the cross. When I was pregnant with our first baby, Dear friends were visiting us and we were still looking for possible names for our baby daughter. And he said to me, I think I know what your daughter's name is going to be. And he said, Joy. And I thought, that is really an ugly name. <laughs> but obviously I didn't say that. And then we went into crisis as my pregnancy turned very um, risky and I was admitted to hospital at seven months. And within a few days, I had a couple of problems. My um, organs were shutting down and I was eventually on oxygen as well. And eventually they decided to, um, to deliver the baby at 31 weeks. And in the time that I was in ICU um, after the delivery, now obviously we had still not chosen a name for this baby, I just remember even though I was quite heavily sedated, I just remember singing the song over and over about he has given me the oil of joy, a garment of praise instead of mourning, a shining crown instead of ashes. And that song just kind of replayed in my mind constantly. And when I um, came out of ICU and I was able to see my baby for the first time, my husband said to me, when you see her, you will know what her name is. And as I went into the new natal unit and saw my baby for the first time and looked at her, I just knew that her name was to be Ashley. A crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. And I know that Ashley, according to the traditional meaning, does not mean joy, but for us, Ashley did mean joy. And God came to turn a desperate situation into one of hope, a crisis pregnancy into the inexpressible joy of this little baby daughter that God gave us. And throughout her life, Ashley has brought joy to countless people, and she is just the epitome of joy. And as I was just thinking about the story, I thought that's actually what the strength of the Lord does. He gives it to us as a gift, and it's not something I can produce and force my face to smile so that I will look joyful. 
but it's being joyful from the inside out because of what God has done, because of Him, because of the hope that we have in Him. And I love the section in Romans 5 that says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him. He is the one that fills us with joy and peace. And I know many of you must be going through trying times. If not now, then you've just come through it or might be facing it in the future. And I want to encourage you with this word. That as you face hopeless situations, I pray that the God of hope will fill you with all joy and peace. And that you will trust in Him. So that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I remember the first time I heard um, Zephaniah 3 verse 17 that says, God rejoices over us with singing. It was such a hard concept for me to comprehend that the God of the universe would actually rejoice over me, insignificant me. And that just gives me so much more reason to rejoice in Him. And even when times are tough or when we are really sad because of what, what we are going through, we can know that He will fill us with joy and peace as we trust in Him. As I was saying that, I was just filled with such a, an awareness of the tenderness that God has towards each one of you. The tenderness that He has and the love that He has for you and for where you are at. And I wonder if you wouldn't just wherever you are, unless you're driving, of course, please close your eyes. I'd really like to just pray with you in this moment. Lord Jesus, thank you for the inexpressible joy that you gave us because of your salvation. Thank you that you are the God of hope and that your word promises that you will fill us with all joy and peace as we trust in you. Lord, and I pray for people who are just at, at a space in their life that they cannot trust you. May you fill them with a gift of faith and a gift of trust, Lord so that they will turn their eyes on you. Your word says that you make us willing and able to do your will. And that's what we pray today, that we will be willing to trust you, willing to believe, believe your word. And I pray for people who are really in hopeless situations, Lord, that you will turn that around for them and that you will bring breakthrough. But as they are going through that, that you will fill and flood their hearts with hope, that you will flood their hearts with joy and peace, and that they may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I, I pray that you would just release the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And that we would just totally surrender to you. And that you would become our hope. That you would become our joy and be our hope and joy and peace. Well, that's it for this week. I trust that just as Abraham did not waver and was fully persuaded that God could do what he had promised, that that will be your experience in this week, that you will be fully persuaded that God can do what he has promised. I hope you have a stunning week and I'll speak to you again soon.